healthcare leaders, are you ready to manifest the life of your dreams? The key to increasing profit and giving you one more day in your week all comes down to one thing: mindset. Find out how in today's episode. Private practice owners, are you ready to rewrite the rules for your practice so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while delivering better patient care? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Providers Edge podcast. I'm your host Sabrina Rompak. I'm a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. My guests and I help providers like you control your practice, control your life, control your future. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. Everybody knows something you don't know, and therefore, be enriched by your interactions with one another. Maurice has been a U.S. Navy military veteran. He uses his wisdom to reach out and speak at youth detention center, men's prison, and has had great success with his life inspirational commencement speeches. And with the founding of his new company, New Mind Creator, he hopes to spread his wings and reach people of all ages. And genders to teach and inspire them about the universal law that stays their mind is the driving force behind their actions and behaviors, and informing his audience that the subconscious mind holds the key to where the true power resides for everyone. And Maurice believes every person is worthy of success by their envision, regardless of what it might be. And one person that wants financial success, well, other people might strive for meaningful relationship with family, friends, and their community. He is here to help us and support you guys, the healthcare leaders, to take control of your mind frame and possess the ability to manifest the life of Your dream. So, everyone, please welcome! Yay! Thanks for being here. We actually connected through being speakers. I was on his podcast earlier、uh, last year, and then so glad you can join me here. Thank you, Sabrina, for having me. Yes, I know you've been doing so much amazing work, and as a healthcare professional yourself, psychotherapist, how did all this journey change? How did it take place? Yeah, how did it take place from where you beginning from doing speeches,、um, working as a veterans, and formed into where you're doing right now? Yeah, so you know, I was in the Navy first, and then I went to college to become a therapist. So I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I always had this thing to help people and to teach people. It's just a natural thing. What I learned, I want to teach others, and、um, just helping people, speaking at different events, and、uh, the new mind creator was something—a podcast. Well, it's a podcast、uh, that I developed.、Uh, fifth season. We're going into the fifth season now, and it's been helping a lot of people, getting a lot of good positive feedback, helping people. Yes. When you started thinking about hosting your own show, what is the bigger 
issue you feel like people haven't discovered or they are facing, but just don't have the tools to change it. If you are a private practice owner who's constantly running from one appointment to the next without any downtime, you are reducing your chances of success. Yes, you heard me right. Busyness leads to chaos and an unclear vision of the future. How could you know if your actions are getting you closer to your desired outcome if you can't see the big picture? That's why awareness is the key to success. When you take the time to breathe and rest, you allow yourself to get deeper aligned with the life and business you want to create. Do you want to have a bigger practice? What kind of income would you like to take home? How many hours a week would you like to work? What would you do if you had an extra day to yourself every week? Once you're clear on what you really want, then it is easier to figure out what tasks to boost your productivity, increase your profit, and give back your time, and get you closer to your goals. If you want to speed up your success, take the time to slow down. If you like today's episode, please share with your colleagues and friends who are also healthcare leaders. They will appreciate you for thinking of their growth. Now let's get back to the rest of our exciting show. Awareness. A lot of people are not aware. It's almost like we're in a constant race to do the next thing. And so many people are filled with just doing on their schedules and they're not being. And it causes a disruption of peace because if we don't have that peace and serenity within us, we're not going to really um, be able to accomplish the things that we want to. And so just developing that is uh, key, but awareness, people are not aware as they should be. Correct. I think that's a, a one thing that we connect so deeply on is that awareness in itself. I speak on how do you be so efficient and elevate your productivity so you can gain time back. And that's very much just awareness. If we're constantly going, we're busy, and and that becomes chaotic. That's not productivity. That's just really being able to do things, but not really seeing how are all this busyness going to give you. And that's just a lack of awareness. And I I think in uh, medicine particularly, we have this uh, idea of we got to do so much. We have to be here for everybody. Um, People are always sick. So how can we stop? And then when we don't stop and not aware all the little things around us, it's not to say bombard our mind with every single detail, right? That's not possible. But it's just that are you even remembering who you are today like what's the bigger picture and uh, maybe just your primary three big vision for the day for the week and not trapped into just doing and making yourself as such a good machine at the end of the day true yeah um we have to get out of that mode but the person must recognize for themselves where what state they're in Often, sometimes family could give you a clue, but you have to be receptive and not defensive. Whether it's why are you so, you know, you could be mean to your family because you're under so much stress and you're not aware 
that you're in that place and they could, you know, be taken aback or they could say something, but you have to be receptive uh, as well. Right, right. And that's the key part is that receptivity. Right, Dick, uh, Bob Berg wrote the book Go Giver, and it's not so much on uh, I can provide, I'm being someone, but how do we receive all the gifts that other people are trying to give to us? And I believe there's uh, two different thought process. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whether people like your example, family are trying to tell us, hey, you're not even yourself. You're, you're physically here, but your mind is somewhere else. And it's a caring way, but then we become defensive is either, well, how do you know? I'm making all this for my family and start self-justifying, right? And that play into, I'm good. I don't need you in that type versus the other spectrum of, oh my gosh, you're trying to tell me something. Am I good enough to even like serve and to be where you need to be, right? Like that polar opposite. So then we completely shut down this amazing opportunity, just simply receive and listen instead of deflecting all the messages. Yes. I remember reading this book by uh, Dale Carnegie some years ago, and you all probably have heard this before, but um, he talked about the sun and the wind having a quarrel about who's stronger. And the wind said, I'm stronger than you and I'll prove it. You see the old man down there with the coat on. He said, I bet you I can make him take his coat off before you can. So the sun hid behind a cloud and the wind began to blow and it blew until it almost became a tornado. But the harder it blew, the tighter the old man clutched his coat. So after a while, the wind gave up and the sun came from behind the clouds and he began to shine and just beam on that old man. And not before long, he took a neckerchief out of his pocket and began to pat his brow. And a few moments later, he took off his coat. And the son said to the wind, he said, gentleness and friendliness is far more effective than fury and force. So if we are in this state of just blowing and just agitation, we know we're disrupting our environment as well. Anything that changes in an environment, any ingredient that's added into an environment or taken away automatically changes their environment. So if there's not a peace and a serenity in our environment, in our inner being, we know we are off course. So right on target. Many people, I believe, when they came to me and are thinking, well, I'm always on the go. I just don't have enough time. I, I, I want to do so much, but I'm not there. Right. I, I believe it is because we're still losing that aim of what we truly need to go and start losing where we are because our surroundings, as you're saying, is changing. And if we're not more aware of what are the changes, what are the little season we just added into our life? Well, of course, things are not going to well matched. And it's such a myth for people to want to find balance. You can't possibly put everything on the balance beam, but it's so possible for us to find that harmony, right? That serenity that you're talking about. And what do you think about when people, maybe they're aware of chaos, but they can't put their finger on it? How can they get down to what's the causes? Well, sometimes it's just you could do something on your own. Perhaps you can set aside 10 minutes a day to meditate 
and be in a mindful state. And the meditation is so simple because the first time I heard meditation, I thought I had to be in a lotus position and, you know, had to do all these different things. But it's just as simple as sitting in a chair and observing your breath. And it will be so difficult at first because all of these thoughts are just cycling through your mind, which is already happening anyway. You're just becoming aware that's happening right now because we think between 50 to 70,000 thoughts in a day. So most of them are repetitive. So get in a, a a meditative state, taking out 10 minutes could drastically change things and begin to get in tune with your inner being. And sometimes you may need help if you're in a different state, but most of the time there's something that we can do simplistically that could begin to bring about that change. Yes, meditation has been studied by many people and is historically used for us to be more aware of our self instead of all the obligations the external world have been demanding of us, and plus all the internal things that we're uh, debating, right? Our sabotaging tendencies, our own drive, and then we have these ideas uh, to justify everything. So uh, 10 minutes is actually, if you think about 10 minutes out of whole 24 hours is so minimal. And as uh, many of you have heard me talk about, it's my two minutes mental mini vacation, right? And even two minutes, some people would think, oh no, just like Marissa, you thought like, if I never meditated before, how do I even get into it? Uh, I can't even sleep because I'm thinking so much. Well, we have other ways right? Thinking about your physiological changes to slow down your heart rate by doing deep breathing before you even go into meditation state. And I believe uh, Deepak Chopra, uh, he even talked about some smaller exercise. Um, sit there, close your eyes, right? Yes, you have the thoughts, but start saying, I am blank, right? Your name. And then it becomes am, and then becomes silence, right? Like, so we kind of walking backwards of a complexity self and then simply saying, this is just me, right? And then start to not so focus on what you want to do thinking or any other crazy thoughts. And then another thing I uh, learned about is train your brain. First thing in the morning, when you wake up, you simply just stare at the ceiling and try not to think about anything. Just give yourself that moment and peace of quiet because most of us would do what immediately gear going what messages do i have so many emails coming in what do i have to do today right this and then of course you don't want to get out of bed <laughs> when you're in that state <laughs> true that is so true you're really uh setting yourself behind the eight ball at the moment you wake up if you don't create a system for yourself and repetition we don't think we have enough time to do things. But like you said, we have 24 hours. And if we examine what we're doing in those 24 hours, we can get two minutes. We can get five minutes. We can get 10 minutes because it's just us understanding the importance of doing these things because it's for the long run. It's not a sprint. Life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. You know, and we must 
begin to develop things that's going to help us for a longer journey until unless we just burn out. Yeah, exactly. Even one of my business coach, Darren Hardy, he talks about life is a sprint. When a lot of us who are especially leaders who are having、uh, many people who felt like depend on us, we felt like we always have to achieve the next higher goal, and so we're in competition, not just with other people. Most of it is with ourselves, and then in that mindset, then we feel like we always needed to get to somewhere. Very fast, very quickly, and then we criticize ourselves for like, how could you not do this? How could someone else not give you the resource? Yada yada, right? And, and instead, actually, because life is a journey, we have to really enjoy the journey that we're on with the right people. And sometimes it's just the wrong people, those vampire energy suckers that you needed to get rid of in your life, and they're not serving you, and they're actually pulling you down, right? And even just be able to say yes and no to those people is so crucial. So how can we all challenge ourselves? In a way to enjoy our journey more. What are some suggestions that you have? Yeah, that's great. I believe that we should be able to hear the birds chirping, be able to see the sun just shining, the flowers. Just take time out to notice the simplistic things will help bring us to that calm, bring us to that serene state. Private practice owners, we have news for you. You can boost your productivity and take control of your mindset in as little as ten minutes a day. Growing your private practice quickly and effectively requires a clear understanding on how to best use your time to increase your efficiency and meet your goals. When your mind is racing all over the place, it is extremely challenging. To see if the tasks on your to-do list are a good use of your time, that's why I recommend you set aside ten minutes a day to meditate, lay down, or take a brisk walk in nature. You will be amazed at how much this calms the mind and spirit. These tiny steps every day will add up to a bigger and more significant outcome. If you think you can't make time for yourself, just remember, every person on this planet gets the same 24 hours in a day. 10 minutes out of your day is a small fraction of the whole. You are allowed to take time for yourself, and you will see the rewards in your business. What do you have to lose? Take a few minutes today to enjoy the simple things in your life and breathe. So I believe that we should have a routine every morning. Have a routine, and during the day, just be, just take out the time of all the hustle and bustle. If it's a two-minute break, and just take that two-minute break to bring yourself into that state, is what I believe. Yeah, amazing. Is it that incremental? Are we play into that compound of little? Things these tiny steps additive will create a bigger significant outcome in our lives, and、um, instead of constantly chasing for something big, which yeah, if we have a clear aim, we don't have to be zigzagging. But while we 
have this bigger aim. We need to know we're comfortable at now. We're comfortable of hearing, of sitting down. It's okay just to pet your dog for the next half hour. It's, it's okay to let yourself be in a state of sleep. And then we talk about time. Believe it. One concept I always、uh, remember to talk to people is. It's pretty much we have three major buckets in a day. You have your eight hours sleep, right? And then for some people, if you really count your sleep cycle of ninety minutes, that's seven hour and a half, right? And then you have a, a bucket of professional career, right?、Um, and for most people, that's also about eight hours. And then people in healthcare, you know, most of the time work go ten or twelve hours, right? And so fine, now we're. Competing into the third bucket, which is really the rest, right?、Uh, everything between family, relationship, social life, your own health and fitness, and your own mental well-being, right? And to count into even just two minutes, right? Even just five, ten minutes to yourself. And if we actually crunched everything that we're supposed to do for ourselves into only a third. A bucket, or sometimes even smaller. Think about how dramatic that is, right? And then we crunch so much, and that's become more important to be aware, to know what you truly want to do with this time, and then feel good about it. So it's amazing. For, you have dived deep in this area. So for your work that you're doing now, have you been focusing more on groups, individuals? What do you think、uh, is the Biggest challenge that you've been able to help people through right now. Yeah, it goes back to the awareness and individually helping people understand that they are not subjected to their minds. Their minds is a tool, but things have become imbalanced because they. Don't recognize what's happening within the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is subjective, so it's impulsive as well. So everything that's been downloaded into our subconscious mind, we impulsively do things and don't know why we do things, right? But we can stop doing things, cigarettes, whatever habits for X amount of time, and we revert back to the mean. Because we haven't addressed the subconscious mind, and because it's subjective, we can imprint anything we want to in it. As long as we can see and feel, we can constantly imprint a picture that we make up ourselves. Just like someone who's had a traumatic experience, they have fear imprinted into their subconscious mind, and they constantly that constantly comes up during their day. And it just becomes bigger and bigger over time. So we can change things. Exactly.、It's, yes, we can control our subconscious mind because there's so many stimulants coming our way、uh, with social media, with the regular TV media, with family or whoever you involve with. And that's the,、uh, crucial in how do we block out certain things that doesn't serve us, and do we even know which one doesn't serve us, and、uh, not judge ourselves for oh, I'm just auto reacting, right? Like can we call out these things? Believe all of us are able to do it, but we just do it way later, right? Half hour later, you're like. 
why, why do I got so upset about this? Right. And then instead of catching it in a moment of just like, okay, shut that down. Let me really think about what I can do or how I can pivot my mind to move on instead of just be in a moment of like, <laughs> uh, and, and don't even know uh, what's happening to us. So uh, love your work. I know uh, many of us can be experts in many things, but it's hard to be experts in everything. And that's why we become more aware, uh, right? The consciousness, the, the awareness of where our life is right now. And so I always ask our speakers to do a quick assessment out of uh, 10 out of my 100 questions where I do with my private clients, the practice owners, and just to see where we are, right? It's okay to show your vulnerability because that's just authenticity, that just being us humans and honor. This is me. I'm, I'm okay being me. I can always be resourceful and solve problems. Right. And so Maurice, when you saw the life wheel, anything that popped into your head? Just making time for family. I think that was one area that I was lacking, was one of the lower areas that I scored in. So and that becomes balance because you talked about the three, you know, life, uh, the 24 hours, the eight work, eight sleep and family time or what have you. Any imbalance in one of those areas will just definitely let you know you're off course, you're off target. And if you deem it important, you can get back in balance. So, you know, definitely it's important enough to get back in balance. Yes, thank you. Appreciate your sharing that. So I know you have your podcast we mentioned earlier. How can people find it? And uh, for those who wanted to have a personal chat with you, what are the best ways for people to reach you? Okay, so uh, The New Mind Creator. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and my uh, website, mauriceflournoy.com. Uh, people could get in contact with me. In today's episode, we discuss the importance of gaining control of your mindset to achieve more success in your practice. If th- this episode resonates strongly with you, chances are you're in need of doing more by doing less. Take a moment, allow yourself to slow down and just stop. A quick recap for the five main points that we discussed today. Number one, take control of your mindset is the key to success. When you have a greater awareness of yourself and your actions, you will have a more clear idea of where you really want to go in life and how to accomplish it. Number two, slowing down and taking in the simple things in life helps with increasing productivity and efficiency. After all, your mind goes from 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are repetitive. Take the time to meditate, breathe, take a walk to help you by clearing out the mind clutter and preventing burnout. Number three, mindfulness and awareness practices only take minutes to take effect. Don't worry about carving a huge chunk of time if you have a full plate. You can take a two-minute mental vacation 
or you can have a 10 minute to meditate on your own. Take these little breaks on a daily basis can make a huge difference in your life and your practice. Number four, make the time for you is a choice. You can choose to let your private practice determine your schedule where you can take control of your time and energy. It is totally up to you. Remember, your well-being will benefit your health and your practice at the same time. It is a win-win. Number five, the subconsciousness mind is subjective, meaning it can work on impulses but can be easily imprinted too. Just like it can drive the need to smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol, it can free us from habits and addictions that do not serve us. This is the power of taking control of your mindset. I hope you liked today's episode. You're listening to me right now. Odds are you're frustrated by how healthcare practices are running today. I'm with you. I'm looking to change the conversation that we're having in the healthcare industry. It starts with me and it starts with you. I want to connect with you and get to know your struggles and success within the healthcare industry. Visit sabrinarombag.com forward slash connect where you can send me a direct message. She really gets the conversation. She understands. She's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness and she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in, in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to one, listen to our show, but to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. Take an opportunity to meet with and talk with Sabrina. She's just a wealth of information and powerful results. And it, it, for myself, just to be able to reflect and see what she's created by her forms and processes is amazing. I can't uh, emphasize enough, it's time well spent and uh, money well invested. And so take the time, invest in yourself. My experience is really, really unique because I started with Sabrina when I was still finishing up chiropractic school. and. Uh, have gone through it during my break and I'm now a practicing doctor. So everything she's learned has been, or everything I've learned and she's taught has been applied at different levels and portions of my life and I feel like I can continue to um, grow and develop these skills in the future. So I was able to do the one-on-ones as well as the group sessions with Sabrina and both had some really impactful things to teach me. There were a lot of things in there. I look at the chart of the desire zone because I was taking on too many things. I was doing too many things outside of my desire zone. And that allowed me to hone things back into the direction where they should be. What were some other things that we, our first call that we ever had, there was a quote that you made, you gave me from the Dalai Lama. And these are simple things I did, but it was my gratitude. And it hit me at that time because I'd forgotten to be grateful about what has been built. You know, everybody around me that sees what we're doing or you know sees what I'm doing here, my peers and colleagues, they're very grateful what I've been doing there like oh, this is great you know we'd love to be in the position that I'm in and I forget that but I forgot it go to sabrinarumpack.com forward slash community to grab one of the 30 spots see you soon